She has a beautiful voice, also has a beautiful mind. She wrote, composed, made the arrangements, did everything on her own, without any sort of professional help or tools, on a laptop. She collaborated with her husband, Yona, my good friend from Florida, previously from California, where he himself released an album, online at least, with a band called Rugged and Draped. It's really hardcore, underground street-level, raw, punk, rock, mock, an album that has something to say. Both Yona and Dee use music as a tool, as an outlet for absolutely horrible things that life threw at them, from which they came out on top and stronger than I could ever imagine myself to be if I ever were in the situation they were in. I met Yona online a few moons ago when I was myself in a dark place and talking with him listening to his philosophy, to his love of life, it inspired me, among other things, to do this, to do something for myself that will make me myself feel better and get my head out of my ass. So because of Yona, I am here today doing a podcast, also eating a little healthier, doing more exercise. I mean, really <laughs> great inspiration. If you would like to get some of that, yes, I'm going to put a plug, go to his own podcast, Making a Living from Philosophy. Anchor.fm forward slash making a living. Check it out. He does a beautiful, again, raw from the guts 
podcast that explains his philosophy of life. And it's not just some academic who recites things that he learned from Sock Plateau or whatever. He's a guy who lived it. He's a guy who went through hell and came out on top. So he has a philosophy from experience as well as from academic learning. Please check it out. Anchor.fm forward slash making a living. You will not regret it, I promise. Today, though, the star is D. She's very, very talented, as you just heard. And she plans on releasing more music this year. If I'm lucky, I will be able to coax her into letting me play it first. Just like this song you just heard. It's called Waha Dance. And it's the perfect song to open my episode this week. Before I go any further, please check out the links on my homepage and follow me on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere I have a presence online with my podcast. Check out the links to find these music as well as Jonas, because now he does electronica. He did an incredible song called Ultraviolent, which is not really ultraviolent as a sound. It's completely electronic music, but it's made entirely on an iPhone. <laughs> Shit, you're not. It is amazing. Back to the Enwaha dance. Welcome after midnight. My name is Anthony from Montreal, Canada. I am a night shift worker. Had been for the last 16 years. I spend my days taking care of two special needs kids, which means that I have no social life, no friends, no hobbies. Thankfully, I met Yona, and now I do this. 30 minutes a week, I <laughs> indulge myself in playing five songs related to one specific topic, a different topic each show. This week, thanks to D, it is dancing. I'm going to stop talking now. Let's listen to the first two songs. Enjoy.
with the devil in the pale moonlight what i always ask that of all my prey i just like the sound of it Black. 
had told me 30 years ago, yes, I'm that old, if you had told me 30 years ago that I would one day host a music show, I would have laughed at you. 
No, I would have kissed you. Seriously, I would have been so happy. But then you told me that I would play a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. No, no, sir. But I did. <laughs> I really thought. I was not a fan. Cars on the table. I was not a fan at all of Red Hot Chili Peppers in the 1980s and 90s during their quote-unquote heydays, their first period. I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. They felt too noisy, too trashy. Visually, they were just trying to get so much attention that the thing with they were crossing the road with just nothing but a sock on their parts. No. Why? Why did it? No. Not for me at all. I, I did like Flea's appearance in Back to the Future. I did like, of course, the Flaming Moe's episode of The Simpsons. It was hilarious. Other than that, though, no thanks, not for me. But then I heard this song. I heard it on a double play. Some radio station was doing a two for Tuesday kind of thing. They played this song and Monarchy of Roses, and I fell in love. I looked them up, downloaded the songs immediately, started listening to them on loop every day. Well, no, okay, <laughs> a few times. But I really liked them. And they made, those two songs made me go back as far back as 1999. No more than that. Re-listened to Californication, which I had paid no notice to when it came out. I re-listened to it. You know what? I liked it. I really did. And then I listened to, by the way, Stadium Arcadium. This one I'm with you. I really like this band now. I, again, I'm still not a fan of what they did in the 80s. But what they're doing now, maybe it's because I'm old and they are too. I, I don't know. But it really connects to me now. now. I've been wanting to play one of their songs, one of their recent songs for a long time. So I know it's a top 40 song. I try to stay away a bit from those but I had to share my love of this song and of the new sound they found, which is still called Alternative, by the way. We used to say that in the 90s. Even back then, it was kind of a joke. Alternative to what? If half the music on the radio is alternative, then it's not the alternative. It's the norm! But yeah, what are you going to do? They called it an alternative. Before that, a German duo called Milky Chance. I was talking about D and Yona, who do music and everything in a house and on the laptop. It's kind of what these guys did. They started in a home recording studio. It's indie music completely. This song that you heard, Stolen Dance, took them three years to complete. Three years for one song. No record label, even David Geffen, no one would have waited three years for a song. <laughs> so this is all done in-house on their home recording studio, and it kind of snowballed. They started making music just for fun, started releasing it on SoundCloud, on the internet, and little by little, it just blew up, became really big. And now they're major superstars. This song hits on the, the top ten in so many countries, and you have to admit, it's pretty catchy. Again, I was trying to stay away from top 40 songs, but if you're going to do a set list about dancing, you got to put songs that make you want to dance, right? Let's go with the next two songs. Enjoy. I don't know much about dancing. That's why I got this song. One of my legs is shorter than the other and both of my feet's too long. Of course, now right along with them. I got no natural rhythm. But I go dancing every night, hoping one day I might get it right. I'm a dancing fool. Thank <laughs> you. 
disco folks all dressed up like this fit to kill. I walk on in and see them there, gonna give them all a thrill. When they see me coming, they all steps aside. They hasn't been while I commit my social suicide. I'm a dancing fool.
by name I don't seek entertainment, just poultry and game But if it's all the same to you, then yes, I will try my hand If you were as hungry as me, then I sure you will understand Hmm, now wait a minute Of course I can dance, of course I can dance I'm sure I can dance, I'm sure I can dance, I can dance I can dance, I really hit the floor Oh, it feels good, look at me dancing I did a two-step quick step and a bossing over a little song that I always connected with a lot because I can't dance. <laughs> Though in the song the guy goes out and wants on the dance floor realizes he can, which I tried once and knew. <laughs> I tried that at my brother's engagement party, one of his engagement parties, because he got engaged a bunch of times. Married once, divorced, but engaged a bunch of times. I tried that, went out on the dance floor, tried to bust a few moves, and I just end up making people bust a few laughs. <laughs> and I'm never doing it again. <sighs> Leo Sayer, from his album Just a Boy in 1974, the year that I was born, which is probably why, too, I like this song so much. I love the artwork, which says a lot about what you're in for when you listen to Leo Sayer. The artwork for his album, his second album, is uh, a drawing of him done in the style of The Little Prince by Saint-Exupéry. It's such a positive, inspiring, fun type of music to listen to. Especially in the 70s, there was a sea of, of sarcasm, of cynicism, the Vietnam War, the protests, all these countercultural movements. And then Leo Sarah comes in and songs about, hey, I can dance. I have fun. I, I always liked him for that. I always equaled him to a, a legendary French singer from the 40s and 50s, whom I admire so much, named Charles Trenet. We refer to him in French as the singing jester. Just listen to him, and your smile will widen so much. Watch him sing, and you will laugh with him. His music is so much fun to get along with. And that's Leo Sayer for me. That's what does it for me. And a lot of artists do. Uh, I can't, from the top of my head, list you them all. I should do some research. But look it up on Wikipedia, Leo Sayer, all the songs he did, and you'll be surprised how many of them you heard a cover of and didn't know it was a cover. Really beautiful artist, beautiful song. And before that was Frank Zappa, Dancing Fool. <laughs> Talk about beating on a dead horse. <laughs> the album came out in 1971, and this song, the main single from the song, was a song condemning, well, not condemning, but beating down 
disco culture, even though disco was pretty much on its way out. Everybody was sick of disco by uh, 79. A few more artists tried to cash in on it. I think the, the, the Stones did some pretty disco stuff in 79, but it was a laughing stock by then. Nobody wanted to do disco. Nobody wanted to be associated with disco anymore. We were all sick of disco. But there is Zappa just beating on a dead horse with this song. He premiered the song in 1978, before the album came out. He was on Saturday Night Live as the guest host and as the musical artist. And then he got banned right after the show. Lord Michaels told him, you are never coming back here. He got on the wrong side of so many people on that show. The only one, reportedly, that he didn't have a problem with was John Belushi. <laughs> If in a room full of people, the only one to get along with is John Belushi, that says all you need to know. But it's Zappa. It's the rebel, man. The real rebel. Didn't do music for money. Didn't do music for you and me. Did music because he wanted to do music. And that is it. <laughs> that's a rebel, man. And that's what I like so much about Zappa. <laughs> Before I leave you with the last song, I'd like to say again, thank you so much for being here with me on this show. I hope you liked it as much as I love recording it and putting these songs together. And please, if you have a chance, go check out my friend Yona's webpage or his podcast, Making a Living from Philosophy, anchor.fm forward slash making a living. You will like it. I kid you not. He's raw and he's perfect to really get you into philosophy because I always hated that subject in college, but somehow Yona made me understand it. I mean, 30 years later, I get philosophy now. <laughs> So please visit the site, and we leave you with a French song, because I'm a French-Canadian, or Quebecer, as we like to say it. This is a guy I loved so much when I was in high school. He did an album called Sarbacane in 1989, the year the Batman came out. And that album, along with Tom Petty's Full Moon Fever, got me through that summer. It was a bad summer for me. And those two albums got me along. And then, in the 1990s, late 90s, he came out with... One of the most beautiful albums I have ever heard in my life. It was called Saturday Night on the Earth. And this was the main song. It's called La Cogida. It's a song about a bull who's about to go out and face a bullfighter and sees the world, the audience, the bullfighter himself. Describes everything from his point of view. You look at human society from the point of view of one of the animals and the way we treat them. If you do understand French, you would be floored, hopefully, as much as I was the first time I heard that. And I still am. Whenever I, I listen to that song, it gives me chills. If you don't understand French, well, just listen to the way he sings into the music and you will get it. You will understand it. Thank you so much again for being with me. And this is Francis Cabrel, La Corrida. Enjoy. Depuis le temps que je patiente dans cette chambre noire J'entends qu'on s'amuse et qu'on chante au bout du couloir Quelqu'un a touché le verrou et j'ai plongé vers le grand jour J'ai vu les fanfares, les barrières et les gens autour Dans 
les premiers moments, j'ai cru qu'il fallait seulement se défendre. Mais cette place est sans issue, je commence à comprendre. Ils ont refermé derrière moi, ils ont eu peur que je recule. Je vais bien finir par la voir, cette danseuse ridicule. Est-ce que ce monde est sérieux Est-ce que ce monde est sérieux Andalousie, je me souviens les prairies bordées de cactus. Je vais pas trembler devant ce pantin, ce minus. Je vais l'attraper, lui et son chapeau, les faire tourner comme un soleil. Ce soir, la femme du torero dormira sur ses deux oreilles. Est-ce que ce monde est sérieux Est-ce que ce monde est sérieux Suivi des fantômes, presque touché leurs ballerines. Ils ont frappé fort dans mon cou pour que je m'incline. Ils sortent d'où ces acrobates avec leurs costumes de papier. J'ai jamais à me battre contre des poupées Sentir le sable sous ma tête c'est fou comme ça peut faire du bien j'ai prié pour que tout s'arrête Andalousie je me souviens je les entends rire comme je râle Je les vois danser comme je succombe Je pensais pas qu'on puisse autant s'amuser Autour d'une tombe Est-ce que ce monde est sérieux Est-ce que ce monde est sérieux
Ah, ah.